We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Huge day in Cleveland. We got uh, the Bill Callahan news. Obviously, there are LeBron is or isn't being traded, which we'll get to in a moment. But uh, a little bit of news. I think we mentioned this at least once today. Tomorrow, five to ten, right here on ninety-two three, the fan, and on the CBS National app, CBS Sports Radio. Uh, I'll be hosting. I'll be making my my debut tomorrow from five uh, five p.m. to ten p.m. And I'm going to celebrate it by getting up at 6.30 in the morning so I can take my daughters to basketball. Woo! So you, that 10 o'clock hour might be just me sleeping like Mike Francesa. That's how I might pay <laughs> a great homage to one of the great radio icons by falling asleep because I'll be ex- just exhausted tomorrow night. Just but, uh, make sure you do that mid-segment, by the way. Yes. Like mid-sentence go into like straight snore. So... I don't know if I want to mention the person's name, but because I don't, I don't want to come across the wrong way. But the best thing about working in radio and working, you and I are, are sports talk guys. We've also worked in buildings where there are other, you know, other radio stations, other formats. Yes. And you know, my dad worked at Rubber City Radio, and there was a host there, beloved host, midday host on a rock station, and my dad was the production guy, and my dad would just, because he listened to the station in the background, had so many things that he recorded of this <laughs> beloved midday guy either voice tracking and having to to dump himself because he got frustrated mid-voice track. And and you could actually see, like, you'd be like mid-thing, you'd hear him, like, curse. And so my dad would see, like, the, the file that was, was, was stopped. Or... A moment where, because this person was also a narcoleptic, and I really, because I love this person. He was great to me, great to my dad, just a legend. But where he fell asleep on air, it'd just be like, "Ah, hey, you two got you two coming up. You two tickets. You two." Here's here's a sleeping get caught sleeping on air story for you. This was years and years ago, late '90s. <clears throat> I was uh, doing overnight updates. Mm-hmm. This is back in the day where you know 24 hour sports radio was a thing. And my boss at the time had gotten me tickets to the final Indians Tigers game at Tiger Stadium. <laughs> so I had the night off. Mm-hmm. Went great seats right behind the Indians dugout. Amazing time, right? So I'm driving home. I'm on the turnpike, and I turn the state uh, turn the station on, and I hear the you know the the update sounder go, and then I hear nothing. And I start sweating because I'm like, 
oh no, please don't tell me I did not have the night off. <laughs> I could have sworn that this was my, I'm like, but my boss gave me the ticket. You know, boss's name was Terry. Terry gave me the tickets. Like he handed me the tickets. And I am, so I, I race to the, you know, where the, the updates were done from and walked in on the guy. He was asleep on the floor. Oh, that's, that's always better to be the, the guy that walks in and the person asleep on the floor because many people who have had to do the 2020s, who've had to run board, when we used to have overnight shifts, I have not run board at this station for over a decade. And I still wake up in cold sweats at least <laughs> once a year about that fear of, oh my God, did I miss a break? Because I had two jobs and three kids at home and just never stop, like sleeping I, four hours a night. I still have cold sweats about that in 2020. I, I had an overnight board shift where I literally had to do one thing per hour. I just had to play the legal ID at the top of the hour, yeah. and that was it. That was the only cart I had to hit. And you just it was obsessively glorious. look at the clock like, yep. has, is it time for it yet? Is it time? By the way, Robert on Twitter saying, I thought you already did the CBS radio. No, this is my tomorrow, 5 to 10 p.m. You're going to hear it here locally. And... Um, I have some I have some takes. I have I have a couple in reserve. Well, I would hope so. Yeah. Well, I mean, I got five hours worth of takes. I might even have six hours worth of takes, but they're only going to let me do the first five hours okay. there. Make so, sure you get them all in in the five hours. That then. is fair. Now, speaking of things I might be talking about tomorrow, <laughs> uh, David Pingalore, who is a, a a name known to Clevelanders, uh, formerly of the Cleveland media, he's been at uh, KTLA out in Los Angeles for I believe like. Is it 12 years? Is it 10 years? It's been a long time. It's been a minute. So yeah. he tweeted out um, earlier today, that was actually during the morning show because I heard them break into to programming with it, that the Lakers uh, have LeBron James atop their trade list. And um, and that basically Rob Palenka is resigned to moving on from LeBron. They're just looking for the right partner. And it's funny because you knew how seriously they were taking this in Lakerland because uh, Rich Paul got on the horn with Brian Windhorst immediately to say not only is uh, LeBron, uh, he has not requested a trade, he will not be traded by the LA Lakers. And immediately, there's this weird thing because people know Rich Paul and people know Wendy. Right. For some people, that answered the question. I would just say... I think David Pingalore has a pretty good history of predicting things that nobody saw coming, and I think this is a situation worth watching. I also think it's a situation worth watching, uh, and and you're right. David has a track record. This is this is not somebody who isn't in the mainstream media that you know maybe runs a an aggregation site or something like that. Like David's pretty well established. His resume speaks for itself. Um, uh, that's not to say it will happen, but it, it wouldn't surprise me. Let's and it's be, not to say it would happen before the deadline. Right. It could be something could happen that this develops summer. into yeah, the summer. Yeah, it yeah. could happen this summer. Um, but let's be honest about it. it. It's not gone the way that the Lakers had hoped. Yes, they got they got the bubble championship, okay? Mm-hmm. I, I, obviously, we can debate until we're blue in the face as to whether or not the Lakers were the best team that year. If they weren't in the bubble and we weren't in the middle of a pandemic, would they still have been able to win that championship? Whatever, right? Bottom line is, hey, they won. They got the trophy in the rings. Okay. But they've not been able to do a whole lot ever since. And, um, you know, when you get LeBron, there's a lot of pressure that comes to getting 
LeBron. Mm-hmm. Like you, he expects that you're competing for championships every year. Um, first time with the Cavs, uh, like that was it was slapstick comedy at the trade deadline every year with the Cavaliers in whatever trade they could make to overhaul the team to try and get LeBron into the playoffs and through the playoffs and hopefully back to, to the NBA Finals. Like and that, they, was, that was both runs, by the way. Yes. So we remember it at a heightened pace in I'm the ta- last run, but I, the first run. I'm talking the first run. Yeah. And one of the biggest mistakes that the organization made, and I got it. I, I'm not criticizing, but they never really built a, a, a team, a yeah. core, around LeBron the first time around. Because their thing was, hey, we've sucked for all these years, whatever. We got to take advantage of this kid. Let's, you know, try and do this as quickly as possible. Yeah. And so they kept trying to piecemeal teams together, and it never produced the res- outside of 2007, which you could argue might be one of the worst NBA Finals teams in history. And one I don't of the know, best LeBron performances. Yes. And, yeah. and conversely, one of the best LeBron performances. I mean, I still remember the scene in the bowels of the arena, mm-hmm. Tim Duncan hugging LeBron and telling him, hey, it's gonna be your league. It's gonna be your league very soon, kid. Mm-hmm. But you know, I remember that scene. It's just etched into my memory forever. But um, you know, when he came back, Cavaliers. You know, like you said, the urgency. Yeah. When now go trade for Kevin Love and and get Jr. The trade with the the Knicks for Jr. Smith and Iman Shumpert and right. Don't and, and, forget and, Big Maz. Yeah. At every. Every trade deadline, it was about yep. trying to augment the team. Channing and, keep, and then Corver. Yep. Keep them an NBA Finals contender. And, and it just it sucks that they ran into the dynasty that was the Golden State Warriors. But, I mean, in 2015, they were good enough to win the whole thing. So the thing I would say about Rich Paul coming out and saying LeBron has not requested a trade and LeBron will not be traded. And, and LeBron does have a no-trade clause, which is important to add here. Yeah. I think... I think this is the kind of thing you say. I think LeBron really, and I think Rich Paul. He hates losing. Well, and, but I think they really, I really think they favor that LeBron's in control. I think they oh, 100%. like He's that the team perception. Builder. Yeah. He's the team builder. Yeah. He's been the team, you know, with Miami, when he came back to Cleveland, when he went out to Los Angeles. He's the team builder. Yeah. He and Rich Paul, like, the running joke of Rich Paul's the GM of whatever team LeBron's yeah. playing on. Like it, it, it's it's about building championship caliber teams around LeBron because Le, LeBron is he doesn't always talk about it publicly. He does care about his legacy. Yes, and he I wants would say to obsessive. be. He wants to be in that conversation with Jordan. The fact that Jordan went six for six in the finals and he is what now? Uh, uh, I can tell you how many five, he's won. He's, he's uh, won four. He's won four, yeah. and he's gone, what, seven times? Could be 100 times. I don't even know anymore. Like, But the fact that he's not perfect in the finals, right, And they, when they talk about Michael, the, the, the fact that LeBron is criticized for not winning more championships, right? He's held to that standard, um, which I think is absurd. Mm-hmm. He's still, in my view, on the Mount Rushmore of the NBA. Um, but... It's about winning championships, and LeBron's no dummy. He's in so in tune, not only with the locker room, but just the overall landscape of the league. And I, he won't say it publicly, but I bet you he looks at that Lakers team and like I got no shot to win anything here. Listen, I think if and I, I, I don't think LeBron's getting traded. 
LeBron means too good you of mean business. By, you mean by the deadline? Uh, well, or at I, all? I don't. I think it would be more likely in the summer. But okay. I, I just he's so good for business. In LA is a town where you need either an attraction or you need to win. If you can do both, I mean, you own the town. Right. But you need at least one of those. And I don't think AD is an attraction. I, I think people in LA think less of AD than they do of LeBron. And I don't think the people of LA or the Lakers fans truly came, uh, truly claim LeBron to this point. But I think if there ever becomes a scenario where his goals, which are to win an NBA title, and their goals, which are to stay competitive, never go back to where they were before LeBron showed up. Right. If those kind of diverge, and it makes more sense for them to clear roster space for the next player to pair with AD, that's when it's going to happen. Yeah. And I, I, that's why it's tough for me to see it before the deadline. But I will tell you, like, I could see it happening depending on how ugly it gets in the next week. And I certainly could see it happening if they don't make the playoffs this year. I love when people speak in absolutes about LeBron. Like, I think it was Kevin on Twitter, Anik Wilson says, saying, LeBron's not leaving L.A. <laughs> as long as Bronny's at USC. Yeah, okay. And it's like, I mean, listen, I think it's going to take a lot to get LeBron to leave. I do. But I also think we're in the, probably the final 40 games to maybe 120 games, maybe at max 200 regular season games of LeBron's career. So... You can't tell me I've never bought into this idea that LeBron is okay not winning titles. You can't. I've never bought into. He's Le, not. LeBron's content. There. Well, but there's ever since the 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 Lakers title, there's been a take of he's content with his legacy. Oh, that is. I completely disagree with that. Take. I, I would also disagree. He, I don't. I don't think you go obs- from admitting you're chasing the ghost of Michael. Yeah. To to this, he obsesses over winning championships. Yeah. He it was one of the driving forces for him to come back to Cleveland to make right his departure and to do what nobody had yeah. been able to do for a half a century, and he got it done. Yeah. And then he's like, okay, well, we're, we just ran into a buzzsaw with the Warriors from, yeah. from there. We gave it two more cracks. We're not getting through those guys. All right, I did. I accomplished what I Wanted to accomplish. Well, let the, me, let the me roster go. was in a similar situation exactly. to where it was when exactly. he left the first time. There just but, wasn't a lot there. But he obsesses no. over winning championships. And it's an unfair standard where it's win a championship or your season's been a failure. That is... Are you talking about for for what LeBron is held to or, the, for what, or not what LeBron what, holds everybody both, to? Both. From what the pundits mm-hmm. hold him to, and then also to the standard that he has. As someone, look, I've covered a lot of playoff runs, and I've seen firsthand, and I really got an appreciation during those four years when he was here after coming back, and the Cavaliers were going to the NBA Finals every year. You really got an appreciation of just how hard that is to do, just mm-hmm. to get there. Just to get through a conference, right? Um, And to see what guys put themselves through. And that's when I kind of, myself, toned down the championship or like when we talk about maybe Guardians' expectations or Browns' expectations. Look, my expectation for the Browns, real simple. Just be in the playoffs and compete. 
Be competitive. Have a shot at it. Yeah. That that's my expectation. I don't do the championship or bust thing anymore. And the reason for that is because of what I observed those four years with LeBron and got an appreciation. But to have this thing where LeBron is a failure because he hasn't gone perfect in NBA finals like Michael Jordan did, or he's not winning championships every year like Michael Jordan did for uh the you know, six years with the Bulls there, right? In between mm-hmm. the the two that he took off. I just, I think it's unrealistic and unfair. So, again, there is David Pingalore, formerly Cleveland Media, now out in KTLA, who sends out this tweet saying, you know, the Lakers are looking to trade LeBron, looking for the right partner. Rich Paul comes storming out with, uh, you know, as quoted by Brian Windhorst, it ain't happening. LeBron has not asked for a trade. Um the the Lakers aren't going to trade him. Right. And the reality is, one, I think a lot of that is optics. So, or rather, a lot of that can be explained away as optics. It doesn't mean it's the truth because the perception of control matters more to LeBron than anything. But, he, is, he has always yes. controlled his destiny. But with that being said, it, it has to be both sides want this. It has to be LeBron wants this, and it has to be the Lakers, the Lakers want, want this. And I think that's what makes this challenging. LeBron can block any trade. So it's a non-starter. If LeBron really doesn't want to go anywhere, if LeBron's cool going 500 and being a play-in team, then that's what's going to happen because the Lakers don't have control. Can I, I tell you, though, I think there is something good if you're a Cavs fan because I don't see LeBron going to a team that he hasn't played for before. Meaning, like, played for an organization. I don't see LeBron going to Atlanta. I don't see LeBron going to Houston. I don't see LeBron. The Knicks don't really have a spot for LeBron. I don't see LeBron going to New York. I don't see him going to Philly. I don't see him going somewhere he doesn't know the dynamic he's walking into. He could stay in Los Angeles. Well, he could stay in L.A. But I don't. But I don't think he's. I don't think he's going to the Clippers. I, I'm being. Yeah. Fa- I'm being facetious. because Ty Lue's out there. Like I think it would be a Miami or Cleveland situation, and I don't think. I think LeBron and Pat Riley. I don't think they're ever going to be in cahoots again. I think Pat Riley I, has you know talked what? a I'm lot. I'm going to disagree with you, and here's why. Okay. LeBron came back after what Dan Gilbert put out. Um, uh, that's fair, but I will say I think, and that was as bitter and acrimonious of a divorce as you'll ever see. And why did he do it? Because what did what did Dan Gilbert do? Or what was the perception that Dan did? He he went he, down. He and apo- yeah, he went down and apologized. Pat and Riley, the ring. as of the like the last year or two, has been taking thinly veiled pot shots at LeBron in the media. Anytime they talk about the Lakers run, Pat Riley has tried to minimize the the focus on the Lakers or on the on the 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 super the super heat the Heatles run. I think it's more Pat Riley wouldn't do it than just LeBron wouldn't do it because I don't think Pat Riley's kissing anybody's ring, and so I think that was yeah. Set Pat, up. Pat's the guy that came to Cleveland and put the rings on yes. the table for LeBron. Yes, and so I think that sets up an opportunity. That and everybody puts this to Bronny, guys. I think Bronny, ever since the health issue, I don't think Bronny's future in basketball is as clear as it was. Like Bronny has not played as much, and a lot of that's he's just coming back from a serious injury, right. like a serious malady with this heart issue. So I don't know. It's as simple as one and done for Bronny anymore, and that Bronny would be a, a top fourteen pick. So I don't think that's going to be a part of it. I think it comes down to. 
is LeBron willing to go finish off his career in a place he's played before and can win him a cha- win him a championship and take his kid with yeah. a second round pick and and who has a lot of second round picks these guys uh the Cavs but I th- I do think like I think the Cavs make a tremendous amount of uh sense because they have Donovan and Darius and Evan and Jared Allen and I don't know. I said this yesterday. I don't know what LeBron's value is at 39. I know what his business value is, which might drive up his basketball value. Right. But given that he's got the 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 no trade clause, if if the Lakers are dumb enough to pass on that two year meal ticket of the LeBron farewell tour, which you know it's going to be loud, you know he's not going to just walk off in the sunset. No. You're going to know. They might, hell, they might do a, a reality show about him walking off into the sunset. Yeah, he's going to do a last dance. Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah. Um, and he wants to own a basketball team and not just any basketball team. He wants to own an expansion team in yes. Las Vegas, right? I mean, and he has already established, uh, you know, one of the driving forces for him in, in going to LA was trying to replicate the, the Magic Johnson business model mm-hmm. and get an understanding of, Invest, you know, maximizing those investments to get the largest return with the intent that he's going to be in ownership groups to own and operate his own NBA franchise. Yeah. He's in Fenway Sports Group, right? Mm-hmm. He's still in that, I, I believe. Um, and, you know, that, that that's part of that, that process, right? So um, he's, from a business standpoint, I think because he's been out there, what, four years now? He's he's had plenty of time to get that uh, in place and and get those connections and and things like that to where he's I mean he's going to be okay regardless yeah. but for him to achieve his goals and the thing is is the bars have moved right it, 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 you know, like we, we talk about stadium construction it, like these franchises are now selling in the billions of dollars. You know, mm-hmm. It's no longer a couple of hundred million dollars to, to buy a team. It's in the billions of dollars, plural. It's not like 1.3 billion in your... No, it's yeah. two, three, four, five billion. That's... Oh, and then you got to afford the operating expenses, which are that to set up an organization. Right. There's another... Yeah. And, and, and facility and all... There's just so... There's so many things that come in there. So for him to achieve that he he knows what he has to accomplish and he's got the people around him to to help him do that from a financial standpoint but I really believe that as you mentioned this being the twilight of his career what'd you say is last what 150 to 200 NBA games somewhere in there yeah okay and that's if he doesn't Um, retire this year which is you never know I would be surprised if he retired this year you know why because we haven't heard about it yet as we we talked about (laughs) um but I I still think he is number one in the business of winning championships. Mm-hmm. And he looks around that locker room in LA. There's no way he's sitting there saying, I have a chance. Yeah. He wants to get a fifth. And if he can get a sixth to match MJ's title total, like th- those are the things he's thinking about right mm-hmm. now. Because he knows, like, I think this is the first time potentially in his life as a basketball player where Father Time is undefeated. Now, the great ones do find ways to kind of stave that off as yeah. long as possible. Tom Brady, it finally got Tom Brady. You know what I mean? Like it, it just you you can't escape it. Yeah. It, it, it and and for as great as and transcendent as LeBron James is, there's gonna come a day, whether it's next season or the following season or in two months from now, 
where he's no longer going to be able to remain as healthy as he's been, and he's not going to be able to play the game the way that he's used to playing the game at the level he demands of himself and the organization around him to play. And I think if he does it, and this is if he ends up being the driver of a trade, um, again, I don't know what the value of a 39-year-old guy is, but there is one thing. When we talk about LeBron 3.0, there's one take that I've heard from Cavs fans that I think is just a coded bit of language means they don't like LeBron. And that is, I want to see the Cavs try and do it themselves. Win a title without LeBron. Well, we heard that from Cavalier players a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. that our goal is to do this without LeBron. Yeah. They're and, trying to escape. Remember yeah. the storyline of and, trying to escape his shadow. And my rebuttal, I understand that. My rebuttal, and I would hope Dan Gilbert's rebuttal or the Gilbert family rebuttal, would be, um, I'll take a guaranteed or near-guaranteed title if it meant LeBron or uh, two titles, at, however, LeBron at 39 and 40, I'll take that over, uh, well, maybe one day we can do the thing we've never done, which is get to the NBA Finals and repeatedly get to the Eastern Conference Finals without LeBron. Like this, I think it's pride, and I don't understand it. I'll take two, I'll take two titles or two cracks at a title with LeBron and then worry about, oh, but... When are we ever going to win without him? I don't care. I, I'd like that title so much. I'd like two more or at least two more cracks at it, whether it's perfect, whether it's noisy, whether it comes with all the noise that when LeBron came back the second time, this idea of I, I want the Cavs to try and win a title without LeBron. And the likelihood of that is next to none. Yes, because even as constructed. Look at how good the Cavaliers are right now. Yeah. Okay, and they're the and what they're fourth doing. seed in the Eastern Conference. They're the fourth Conference. seed yeah. in these, and and right now, this if you're a Cavs fan, it this is as good as it's probably going to get without LeBron. Where yes, you're a contender, you're a playoff team, you might make some noise in the playoffs, but if you think you're getting to the end, if you expect, let me say, if you expect that this team's getting to the NBA Finals, you need to come back to reality. But I'll say this too, remember. The only reason there are any banners hanging in that building is that aren't retired jersey numbers, and there's a lot of retired jersey numbers hanging up there. That was used if, to be the running joke when the Cavs a, wanted to if hire. A, if there's a Nate Thurman joke in there, I will not allow it. No, it's not the morning show. No, I it I used to make the joke whenever the Cavs wanted to hang a banner, it was time to retire another jersey. But the only reason there are legitimate banners hanging from the rafters at Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse are because of LeBron James. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.